Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You guys asked, and then you asked again, and then you asked a few more times. And I think it took a total of two years, but we made it happen. Guess who's in studio? Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. I, I love this. Okay, you guys. Welcome to The Point with Kristen Bird. Just for transparency, I want to let you guys know this is a pre-taped show because I'm out of town right now. I'm in Washington, D.C. if you're watching this live. And I want to let you guys know that we worked really, really, really hard to get this person on the show. And I'm super excited she is here. Not only is she a top six contestant from season 10 of So You Think You Can Dance, but she's also in Dancing with the Stars in the troupe. Guess her name? It's Haley Herbert. Hi. Hi, guys. Holy Hi. cow. We made this happen. We finally made it happen. <laughs> we are here. I, I want to say that we kind of negotiated this at Mixology one night. We did, right after the show. <laughs> right after, I think, was it week one, maybe? Um, Was it week one or week two? Might Around have been there. week one or week two. Yeah. We were like, okay, how do we make this happen? Yeah. And we were like, great, we got we got this all. And Britt was like, go, talk to her. Yes. Morgan's like, do it. <laughs> we finally set up a date and everything. Gave you an email that I actually check. Yes. That was the issue. Was that, that it's my like fan account email that I like rarely ever get on. So And so we were like, it would be like one email and then I'd send it back and then six months would go by. <laughs> Seriously, I'm so bad at responding. No, it's on okay. That. It's totally okay. We made it happen. It's all good. But that, at that night at Mixology, I was literally like, Can I have an email that I can really get in touch with? <laughs> You. <laughs> and it worked out perfectly. <laughs> we are here. We're going to make it happen. Slaley. I've been calling her Slaley since yes. you got here. I was like, so many nicknames. You've got them all. So many Slaley, Daily, Haley. We yep. got them all. <laughs> all right. Well, I like to, I love going back and like doing research on all my guests. And I have to tell you, season 10, I'm a little bit of a fangirl of. I always go 4, 10, 14. Yes. I don't know what that is, but those are like my three seasons I that always are my favorite. Yeah. So it was really fun to kind of go back and like watch your audition again mm-hmm. and everything else oh my gosh. <laughs> so you started all the way back in Kansas yeah and you were one of those babies that were that was dancing in dance school yeah I I mean I started out as any other dancer you start out in tap ballet and jazz and yep. then you progress on to the other styles but um yeah I grew up in Kansas so I drove an hour and a half to a studio that I thought was worth it because even when you were itty bitty or later on once I turned about I think 11 that's when I switched studios so I drove like five minutes to my studio growing up and then once I was like 11 I was dancing with high schoolers when I was in elementary school so I was like I think I need to go somewhere that's really gonna push me you needed some challenges there yeah of course and what studio was that let's give them a shout out my old one or my new one the new one one that pushed you yes Dana's school of dance they're amazing and they were honestly my huge support system through all of so you think I was like I honestly believe that they're why I got so far because they were constantly voting. They were, like, always just... my One of my dance teachers had a shortcut, and she would do, like... You know how on the iPhone you can do a shortcut? Mm-hmm. So she would do PP, and I would type my name, and she would press send. So it'd be PP, send, PP, send. I was like, you're so smart. The days of power voting. I don't know if Seriously. it's really allowed anymore, but back in the day, like, you really could. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I love that. Um, had they had anyone else from your studio audition before you, or were you kind of, like, the first one? They had a few people audition, but nobody... I think maybe one of the dancers may have gotten to the Green Mile, but other than that, nobody had gotten any further than that. So this was, mm-hmm. like, really huge for them. And, it, I mean, it was huge for me, too. I so did not expect to be there at all. But it was really cool. Well, here's what I remember, because I was watching this this morning. You're like, we drove ten and a half hours. You guys auditioned in Texas. Were you in, in Dallas? I believe it was Austin. Okay. Yes. It was Austin, in Austin Texas. that year. And you had grandparents there and your mom there and your dance teacher there and your cousin there. Like, yeah. did everyone just drive in or? So my grandparents and my aunt and my cousin are actually all from Texas. My okay. mom is originally from Texas. Mm-hmm. So that's why we chose Texas. We were like, oh, family could be there and everything. My dance teacher came with me because she actually auditioned as well. She didn't make it through, but. Mm-hmm. she was auditioning with me. Um, so yeah, I kind of had like my little support system, which was amazing. Um, but yeah. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, it was a long drive, but it was completely worth it. That's so great. Were you just uh, entering, enter, oh, I guess ending high school, or were you, had you already taken a year of college or anything? I was actually still in high school, so I missed a week of high school for oh for the Green Mile, but also I missed it for the Austin auditions. That's so interesting. Um, I know, I can't say who it is, but I'll let, remind me guy, when we can talk about who was on <laughs> season 15, but there's a contestant that made it to Academy and chose not to go to the Academy this year um, really? because they didn't want to miss prom. And I think it was like a graduation week. It was right. senior week and yeah. all of that. That's kind of a hard decision sometimes. That is. I mean, for me, it was really easy. It was like, I love dance so much. And I honestly was not a huge fan of like my high school. I had my core group of friends, but yeah. I was like, high school is not really for me, whatever. So I honestly didn't even want to go to my graduation. <laughs> so I was like, I'll take City Think over any of that any day. <laughs> Did you miss prom or graduation or anything? No, I actually didn't. I ended up being there. I think I left either, it was like the day after graduation or like a couple of days. It was cutting it really close, but I still made it to my graduation and everything. Your mom was probably happy. She was. I know Deb. Deb follows me. Yeah, she follows me on Twitter. Oh, I'm sure she does. (laughs) She loves her social media so much. I love it, though. Every once in a while, I'll be like, Deb Schwartz. Like, like she she comes into my Twitter account. Oh, yeah. She does. I love it. What do you remember about your audition? Do Is there anything that stands out from that day? Oh, my gosh. Just, I was so nervous the entire time. Like, I just kind of went on just kind of on a whim my mom my actually my friend had sent me the audition and she was like you should go to so you think auditions and she sent me the list and I told my mom I was like maybe I should do this my mom's like hey you have an open weekend here we can stay with your grandparents um why not just go and try it and I was like okay like I was so scared um but honestly the only thing that really stands out is when I got my ticket to Vegas I just remember like dropping to my knees and bawling my eyes out because I wasn't expecting it I just thought it was going to be for an experience I was like probably not going to make it but you know what it's like awesome because I wanted to be a professional Mm -hmm. dancer anyway and I knew that you always have to audition you're going to get told no way more than yes so I was like you know what like let's just try it let's make this happen and I got a ticket and I was like what is happening? What Just am I doing? Falling my eyes out. Yeah, but it was so exciting. And you had Minnie Driver on the judging panel, which was it's incredible. Cool. Oh my gosh, she's amazing and stunning. Like, it, and listening to their comments, she's like, she is lovely. That is my horrible like Irish accent. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> um, but it was it was fun to listen to their comments. Oh my gosh, yeah, I know. I mean, and they obviously cut down like all of their comments when they show the actual show, but. Um, just them speaking, like, I don't even think I remember a single thing that they said to me because I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm actually here. Like, I'm actually doing this. <laughs> I blocked everything out until they were like, you're going to Vegas. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Vegas week because uh, it's literally like the hardest week, I think, oh, for everyone. I'm um, so you think. Yeah. Even if you make the live shows, still Vegas week. Oh, yeah. I was a mess the entire week. Like, you get no sleep. You are working your bums off. You're always partnered with different people. You watch people that you get close with go home and you're like, am I going to be next? And they literally send you guys home right away. Immediately. You have an hour to go upstairs and pack up your stuff and then they put you on a plane. Yeah, they've got a ticket waiting for you. It's so brutal. It's so brutal. (laughs) And and then I always love like the group dances. Everyone's like up to like four in the morning. Oh yeah. (laughs) Our group was up for probably, I don't even think we went to bed because we were all so nervous about just the entire thing and we wanted to kind of put in different styles in ours because we had hip-hop dancers, contemporary dancers, we had a tap dancer, we had all of the styles, so we're like, maybe we should just kind of integrate all of them, Mm -hmm. and luckily, I had done tap, so I did some tap with the tap dancer, like, we made it work, definitely, but we were up the entire night trying to figure it out, it was crazy. It's always the time when someone gets dropped on their head, too, they always show that, someone was dropped on their head, and the medics came in. Exactly, (laughs) I know, it's because you're so tired, and mistakes happen, for sure. Yeah, you're exhausted. Do you remember who was in your group? Um, I remember a few people, Curtis, my partner. Partner, of course. He was in my group, um, Mariah Spears, 
she, tough, was she made the show. Top twenty. Um, I'm trying to think. There was another girl named Alexis, but she wasn't on. She didn't make it on the show. Um, she was super cute. She's blonde. She's adorable. Um, I'm trying to think. There were. There Did were a few more people, yeah. but those were the people that made the top 20. That's the only reason why I remember Yeah, of that. course. I yeah. was like, I always like to know. I'm like, who do you remember from uh, yeah. Vegas week? I almost said Academy week. I'm yeah. so used to it now. Because um, there is this like moments where things stand out and like you're like, oh gosh, I remember I had that moment with Curtis and then he winds up my partner on the totally. show. Yeah, it was actually Curtis that me and him did a little like tap jig in the middle of our group <laughs> dance and I was like, oh my gosh. And then we ended up being partners. So like, That's probably crazy. where the idea came in. Jeff probably. Thacker's like, oh, I got, I got a partner for exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> Um, did you guys kick off Vegas Week? I don't know if you remember with hip hop because it seems like Nappy Tabs always kicks off the week. Oh yeah, and it weeds everyone out. Yes, we did actually. And the crazy thing is that they told me they were like, "Your hip hop was not the strongest," and they were like, "You need to keep working." And I was like, "I thought I did pretty good, but okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. I'll definitely listen." Um, but yeah, so then I thought that I was going home because they started like telling me kind of negative things, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going home." And they were like, "But you're going through." And then the rest of Vegas week, they were so nice to me. Like, I was shocked because I heard them be so (laughs) brutal to some people (laughs) and very rude sometimes. Um, But they were great to me. And so I can't really complain. But every single time I would either get through or, like, every single day I would call my mom crying. I was definitely the crier, which luckily they didn't really show that. Because they love a good crier. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. Like, I was crying after every single round that I got through. You got Because I was so happy. But yeah, I got very lucky. <laughs> That's so interesting. Now, you make it to the Green Mile. Mm-hmm. This is probably the one where I'd be like, I'm just going to throw up everywhere because yeah. it's it's you're at this point and it's like 40-ish people, depending on how many they have left. Yeah. Um, what was it like at that moment when you're like, it's my turn to walk through? Yeah, your heart is pounding out of your chest. Um, I mean, there were 30, I believe there were 30 people for our Green Mile. Okay. So you just kept seeing people walk in and out of the door, and either people were so excited or people were absolutely devastated. <sighs> and the thing is, is if you're towards the end, you start to see, like, oh, they already took a contemporary dancer. Oh, they took this person. So I believe when I find Finally got through they had already taken four contemporary dancers oh and I was like there's no way I'm making it Not like happening. absolutely no way so I walked up there and I'm literally my heart is pounding me and Michaels is out there and I'm like oh my gosh like terrified of her but like absolutely love her I'm obsessed with her um and yeah and then they were like so we want you on our top 20 and I was like what? But then the first thing that popped in my head was like, how many contemporary dancers are you taking? 35. They took seven my season. Like, that is crazy. It was amazing for me and for everybody else. You guys were very versatile, though. When I, if I go back and think about it, I mean, like, Jasmine's another one that can do anything. Like, you, Mackenzie. Like, there was just a lot of that going on, which is fantastic. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that many, though. Yeah, we had seven. So one contemporary like group because you know how we did like the groups at the beginning mm-hmm. it was Jasmine McKenzie Tucker and Nico D- Nico I was gonna Nico. say Nico yes. in, yeah. and then me Carlos and Melise we did like the little trio wow. situations so there were seven contemporary dancers a lot it was a lot well and that happens some years too when they're like we have four ballroom and sometimes we're always like that's so many exactly and yeah I always worry because it does happen like sometimes the votes start to cannibalize each other and you you do have to worry about that like right. there's so many contemporary dancers someone's gotta go yeah exactly especially if you all kind of look similar too like they are very particular with their looks and I think we had maybe two blondes on the entire top 20, and so we were all like, oh, we all kind of look very similar. <laughs> we were like, they're going to have to start voting for some blondes, or like, it was, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. You never know. I, I will always be shocked that in season nine, Audrey and Tiffany made it that far against yeah. each other, because they were, the first part of the season, I'm like, is that Tiffany or is that Audrey? Exactly. And then they, they had them so in a hood one week, and I was like, I don't know which like, one it it's is. It's game over. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know at all. Okay, so... So you make the show. Were you planning on going to college in the fall, or were you planning on moving to New York or L.A.? I was. I was actually planning on going to college. I was already enrolled at Chapman University in Orange, California. Ah. Yeah. Um, I was going to major in dance, and 
minor or double major. I wasn't really sure in kinesiology because I wanted to be a physical therapist. Well, look how life took you in another direction. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, hmm, this is definitely not the path that I thought I was going to no go down. No kinesiology for Haley. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was actually already enrolled in everything. Um, the dean of the college was actually emailing me during my season and was like, are you planning on coming back for spring? And I was like... At that point, I was like, yeah, of course. Like, why not? Because I wasn't really sure, like, what it was going to entail, which I was only top 20 at that point. Um, but then once I started getting further and further, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I might want to make a profession out of this. Like, yeah. I might want to actually do this. Strike while the iron's hot, exactly. honestly. That's actually what Mia Michaels told me. She was like, you have to you have to do it while you're still hot. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay, then I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And you guys had a really strong season, too, where I feel like – it was just one of those that everyone was really excited about the cast. I thought it was really oh, yeah. well cast. In thinking now, I'm like, seven contemporary dancers doesn't seem like it would work, but it really did. Yeah, it was amazing. If you actually look at the contestants right now, at least top 10 and mostly top 20, um, our season is probably one of the most working seasons. Like, every single dancer is constantly working in the industry, which is Pretty dang cool. Yeah. Come on. This Aww. is the most amazing photo ever. It, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And it's like this strange 80s flashback where I'm like, everyone's in like their little fluorescence and their oh, yeah. little. <laughs> I remember <laughs> picking out that outfit and being like, okay, you have to pick the correct outfit. And then they put me right in the middle. And I was like, oh God, I have to look really good right now. <laughs> I love that Alan's next to you and is like hot pink tank top <laughs> <Just> with suspenders. <laughs> with suspenders. It's so Alan. Oh my gosh. But, but yeah, it, if you look at that, if you look at this picture, like, like almost every single dancer is working in the industry. Well, and I think, too, what people need to even realize, you know, you look at Britney Cherry, and I have always said, like, first out doesn't mean anything. It's what you do after the show. Exactly. It's such a huge thing. I'm, I'm been, Britney and I are working together because I want to do an interview with her about yeah. what she did behind the scenes of World of Dance. Totally. Such yeah, cool that's stuff. actually really amazing stuff. Yeah. I can't wait for you to have, like, an interview yeah, with her. Yeah, so we've She's... been talking about it, so we're going to make that happen. Yeah, that's amazing. But that's, Mariah Spears is out there all the time, yeah. and she went earlier than I think she should have. Yep. I agree. She's amazing. And she I actually ran into her the other day at yoga class. I was like, Mariah, like we hadn't seen each other in so long. I was like, oh, it's so good to see you. I love We need that. to have like a little season 10 reunion. But yeah, you told you guys totally need it. Like you need all 20 of you. And then I'm you're totally. going to tell me where you are. And I'm just going to sit at another table and yes. like snap photos and just watch us all and fangirl. <laughs> Do a little people watching. Situation. Absolutely. Um, couple things that I want to talk about this season because yeah. I loved when we talked about this uh, before we went on air was that that piece with Leonardo. So mm-hmm. Curtis is your partner. He's injured. Yes. And Leonardo's like, I'm stepping in. Yep. <laughs> You're 18. You have like the master of Argentine tango yep. that you have to dance with. Tell us what that experience was like. I mean, it was incredible. He is the most amazing partner like he is so strong and it looks yeah I mean that picture like holy cow he's so strong but at the same time so smooth like it was incredible dancing with him and I really at that point didn't know anything about ballroom so he was teaching me how to like hold my back and how to like kind of stay in frame in order for him to lead me in certain directions um so I was I mean, I was pretty much clueless at that point, but it was the most amazing thing. I learned so much from him. And I mean, it was sad that I couldn't dance with Curtis because he was, I mean, I felt so bad. He injured his shoulder really bad and those lifts were insane. (laughs) You need your shoulders for Argentine Tango. You cannot fake your way through that. Exactly. So, but I mean, it was incredible. He's amazing. Him and Miriam are just they're geniuses and masters at what they do. I went back and watched this number again today. Your lines were incredible. Thank you. Um, and the funniest thing is, like, the, the video has been up for years now, too, and people are like, Haley missed your calling as a ballroom dancer. I'm I like, know. funny thing, people. <laughs> Let's fast forward. Funny thing, hmm, you should see where she is now. <laughs> She's actually doing ballroom. What's actually really funny is on the show, I got three ballroom dances and like four hip hop dances or something. Maybe it was three hip hop. I don't really remember, but I barely got any contemporary or jazz. Um, and it ended up being that I'm out here doing more hip hop and ballroom than I am anything else. Isn't that funny? We had a great member with Twitch. Yes. Is that uh, the one he choreographed? No, that was actually one that Christopher Scott choreographed. Okay. But oh my gosh, that week was insane for me because we had to do tutting and animating and 
that was so not me <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it was really fun to learn. I mean, and having Twitch as my partner, he taught me everything. And he's like, it's okay, just breathe through it. And he could tell how stressed I was, but it was amazing. And Chris Scott, I, I don't know if he gets enough credit for what he does because he's so humble about oh, yeah. it. But his his lyrical quality, now that you say it's Chris Scott, I'm like, of course it was. Yeah. His lyrical quality um, with movement is so, I feel like it's underappreciated sometimes because it's so good and he makes it look totally, so easy. Totally. It's not. Yeah, he's an incredible choreographer. He, I mean, and his thing is props too, which I mean, it's so stressful as a dancer. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to use this prop. But he teaches you. And like, after you watch all of his numbers, they are just so effective. Like, it's amazing how how elaborate they are. It's un- Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, yeah. He's another one that I'm like, I need to get him in here. Yeah, come on, Chris. You did a great <laughs> rumba with um, Dimitri. Dimitri Chaplin. Yeah. That was the one that Dimitri choreographed. Okay, yes. so that was because uh, the All-Stars came in one yes. week and they yeah. choreographed. Kind of sexy. Um, holy cow! As an eighteen-year-old, I was like, "Ooh, okay." <laughs> I know, but it was it was wonderful, and that was another one. If you look at all the comments again, like four years ago, they're like, "Haley should be a ballroom dancer." Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> yeah, that one was really fun too. Um, I had once again no ballroom training at all, and Dimitri taught me everything. And it's it's actually crazy. Emma Slater was the one that helped me with that piece. She um she was his assistant that week and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's like it came around in full circle. It's Do you have so any memories funny. of her in the studio teaching you? I mean, I just remember her first of all, the funniest thing is every single time Emma sees me or saw me after that, she was always like, Is your hair darker? And I'm like, Nope, I've never dyed my hair. <laughs> but she <laughs> your hair. <laughs> yeah. It was the funniest thing. But um she I mean, she was amazing. She couldn't be on camera because of dancing with the stars. Mm-hmm. But she just taught me like everything from like frame to hold like it was yeah I don't even know she just taught me everything that I needed to know it was pretty cool that's awesome yeah and it's like now she's one of my really good friends I know isn't that fun (laughs) you were in her wedding yeah it's funny how that all sort of like oh yeah came full circle like plays out it's really cool um when you get down to like that top 10 is it every week when they're doing the elimination are you like is this my week? Or did you know it was your week? Everyone seems to feel like they knew it was their week. Totally. So, I mean, I was just a stress case, like, the entire season, because I was like, I'm going to go home this week. But the week that I, well, the first week that I saw that I was in the bottom, I knew, because Jeff came over to me. I had this, like, strip of cloth that was covering my stomach, and he was like, can I cut your costume? And I was like, sure. And he just cut it. And I was like, I'm in the bottom. I was like, I'm about to do a solo. And then they called me, and I was like, I knew it. You're like, he gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> Papa Jeff gives it away every I'm like, time. He never cared about my costumes any other week until that <laughs> week. And I was like, okay, I'm definitely in the bottom. But I didn't go home. But then I think it was the next week I went home. Um, you and Paul went home Paul together. Paul and I went home together. Yeah. And actually, we had kind of had a feeling because we knew that, like, they love Jasmine and Amy for the females, and they love Fiction and Aaron for the males. So we were like, okay, well, we have less of a chance. But the time that we actually knew that we were going home was when we did our first contemporary duet together. And I can't remember who said it, but somebody was like, this was a great way to end your journey. And we were like, we're going home. Okay, cool. Thanks a lot. So we kind of like prepared ourselves for it, which was good because we both were very composed. We were very like... I don't know. I feel like the way that we left was very graceful. So You're good. You're it was, good with that. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah, Nigel is funny to me because I, I sit in the audience enough. I don't always sit in the press room if they have an extra ticket. I always like to go because I'm like, he tips his hand a little bit. And if you guys listen to his comments carefully, totally. um, he will he will let you know when he is done with a contestant. And yes. he'll be like... And so he tips voting in ways that I don't think voters even register, but then no. they wind up not voting for the person and they wind up going home yeah. every week. Yeah. And, uh, and then he'll also like tip the hand of like you're going home even though he's not saying it if you listen to his words oh yeah and I mean that's actually that's actually an amazing amazing strategy for judges to do because they want to persuade you to kind of pick their people and so if they if they're good judges and they like know how to kind of word it all they're really good at that and you you definitely can tell if you listen very closely he's sending you subliminal messages audience I'm just letting you know (laughs) just maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I want to ask, and I, I find this fascinating when I watch the show. Um, Jeff Thacker comes up to the contestants before they either do a solo or performance. What kind of things does he say to you guys? Do you remember? I actually, honestly, 
don't really remember. I'm the type of person that when I'm extremely nervous, I block everything out of my universe. <laughs> like, I am completely oblivious to everything around me. Um, I just remember the main thing that I remember about Jeff is him always coming up to us before and just holding our hands, saying something to us. I don't remember what it ever was. But I do remember the one time, so it normally was like something sarcastic, like he's a very sarcastic person, but the one time that I knew that I was in the bottom was he came up to me and he was like, you're going to have an amazing show. And I was like, okay, that's the first time you've ever said anything nice to me before a show, so I'm definitely in the bottom or going home. (laughs) One of the two. I feel something happening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he's, I mean, Jeff Thacker is amazing. He is, he's like our dad. Like he can be very, very tough very tough on you and he still is to this day he always sees me and he's like Haley do you have gum in your mouth I'm like yes I do did you know because I was always chewing I'm always chewing gum like I have to have something like I'm a fidgeter so like I have to either be chewing gum or I have to be like holding on to something or playing with something so like my play thing with my is, ring so yeah, yeah <laughs> I always play with something like it's my hair or I don't even know what but um so I always had gum and he'd always be like spit it out and I'd have to spit it in his hand <laughs> so still to this day he's like Haley do you have gum I'm like maybe <laughs> I might I don't want to tell you if that's actually true or not I'm like I'm not competing anymore so I'm fine to have it in my mouth <laughs> I love that uh, let's talk about tour because I love tour so much um, yeah. and I know you guys always have a blast oh my gosh when you yes. go out yes yeah, what was that like? Because it's it literally, most of the cast is usually like 18, 19, 20. And so it's just like... It's just insanity. It's college <laughs> on its own, but you get to travel and totally. you get paid for it, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that was actually my first like real paid job. Like I had done babysitting and like little things here and there, like teaching class and whatever. But that was like my real weekly paycheck. So I was like, this is amazing. And I remember <laughs> contestants telling me, save your money, do not spend it all. And... I kind of halfway listened. I definitely spent a lot of money, sure. but what were you I, buying? I saved a lot clothes. Clothes. Oh my gosh, I was going crazy buying clothes. Which I was like, why did I buy that? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> should have saved it, but whatever, it's fine. When you're on the road, I mean, it's super exciting. When it's your first job. Oh yeah. I mean, being on the So You Think tour, it actually made me realize that that was what I wanted to do. Like, I love touring, and I always have since I was 18. Um, but also, you become so close with the people that you're on tour with. Mm-hmm. You're all confined to one bus. <laughs> it, we had we brought our top 14. So two people went on the crew bus, which was Jenna and Tucker, because they were kind of nominated themselves. They were like, yeah, we're good. We don't want to be... They were kind of like... How mature. I mean, Tucker, Tucker was married, yep. and Jenna was just like kind of over everybody. She like didn't drink. She was Mormon, so she just like didn't really want to be around that energy mm-hmm. or anything. So she was like, no, we'll bow out. It's fine. We can be on the crew bus. And then our bus was just like insanity, but it was it was honestly amazing. Like we had the best time of our lives, and we would play games almost every single night. We'd stay up way too late. <laughs> it was crazy, but and somehow we made it through all of the shows. Like, I love that. Did you were you lucky enough to have a hometown date? Um, no. I want to say the closest I got was Wichita, Kansas, okay. which is fairly close. It was like probably an hour and a half away from Topeka, but. My entire studio was there. It Yay. was insanity. Like, it was just crazy when I took my bow. Like, it was always, like, a nice little roar. But when I took my bow in that city, it was, like, literally the walls were, like, shaking. I was like, this is the most amazing feeling in the world. It Don't was, ever let it end. Oh, it was really cool. Well, and when it does end, and this, this is the other thing I find, like, interesting. You guys are rock stars for, like, you know, months. And then all of a sudden you're like, what's next? Because what you've do? literally gone from, so you think you're on a national TV show. Yep. Now you're on tour. Um, and then you're going to L.A., you're going to New York, you're going to college, you're going home. Like, what are you guys all doing? How yeah. is it for you? Because sometimes people find the transition difficult. Yes. It honestly was kind of bittersweet, to be honest. Um, I went home for a month after because I was like, you know what? This was a lot to take in. Like, I need to be <laughs> home with my family. Um, and it was kind of me just figuring out exactly what I wanted to do, where I wanted to move, like, what was the next step of my life. Um, and... From there, I decided to move to L.A. I ended up rooming with Amy Yakima, actually. We were roommates for a year. I love that. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, And, yeah, so it was just, it was like a crazy transition. I 
literally did not want to like do anything for the first week because I was like, I miss it so much. And I was like, almost like borderline depressed. Not really, but kind of. But I think there is always a tour depression, honestly, totally. because you're like just riding high and you're dancing, you're getting paid for it. And then you're like, totally. oh, what am I doing? Yeah, exactly. But it was cool to come home, spend time with family and friends and then just pack up my life. And we literally packed up my car. My mom and I drove 24 hours oh to LA. Gosh. It was insane, but it was so fun. And yeah, and now here we are. Here we are. Well, and that's the thing. Like, once you get um, out there auditioning, what was it like for you? Did you find it hard because you were so, you think, personality at this point? Or was it easier and it opened doors? It was hard because, so here's the thing, is when you get off of So You Think, like, you feel like you're just a really strong dancer. And the minute I moved out to L.A., I was like, I'm really not as good as I thought. <laughs> I was like, Oops. I have a lot to work on, which was incredible. That means I had to be a student. I had to go to class. I had to really work on things. Um, so I went to auditions and I got told no way more than yes. I think maybe my first two months that I was out here, I got one job and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make any money. Like right. I'm going to be poor and I'm going to be going back home. Um, and so I was always in class just trying to, I mean, I was trying to get out of my comfort zone, which I stayed a lot in contemporary and ballet and jazz classes, but I had to get into hip hop because I was like, that is the thing out here. Um, so I, yeah, it was insane. I was a little insecure when I first moved out here. Definitely. Cause totally I was understandable. like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new. I didn't know anybody. Like literally all I knew was the people from So You Think, which mm-hmm. there were only, four or five at the time that were out here and I was like I I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I don't know if this is the right choice um and then I think it was like three months later I auditioned for move with Mm -hmm. Julianne and Derek and I ended up booking that which was like the start of my entire career which was amazing when you have that that sort of tough period because this industry is so up and down all of the time Mm -hmm. um who were you turning to? Like, what were you doing to, like, keep yourself sane? Were you and Amy like, oh, my gosh, this is so hard? Or was she booking a lot of work? Sometimes that can happen in that dynamic. Yeah. So when we lived together, the thing was is it was like when I was working, she wasn't. When she was working, I wasn't. So it was just constantly, like, it was a little frustrating at times. Um, and then she ended up going on tour with Shaping Sound. And then that's when I booked Move. So it was like we finally booked something like at the same time. But it was also hard because, I mean, we were each other's competition because we were both brunettes. We were both about the same height. Like she was a little shorter, but we were always getting called into the same auditions. Ugh. One of us would get through. The other wouldn't. Like it was it was tough. But we made it through, so it's okay. It's and we're good. still friends. Yeah. All good. She's a Broadway it's, star. Exactly. She's in New York now, She's which is amazing. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And she works with Mia Michaels quite a bit. Like yeah. Mia uses her as an assistant yeah. a lot, which yes. is awesome. Um, so going on the move tour, you know, it, you always need affirmation in this business because it's it, as a human being, you just need it. Totally. So this is like, must have been that affirmation of like, okay, yes. I'm supposed to have a professional career we're good. Right. Yeah. And I think it came at the right time, too, because I was almost to the point where I was like, I've only booked like three or four jobs. I've been out here for three months. And I'm like, what am I doing? Um, And it was actually Nappy Tabs who was holding the audition, which I was like, okay, I kind of have an in with them. Um, And I had never met Derek and Julianne before. Mm -hmm. I had never met Kyle Hanagami, who was also the other choreographer on that. Um, and I was like, let's just do this. And I started getting through the cuts and everything and I made it all the way through. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, if I make it on this and on this tour, it's going to be incredible. Like I just knew because you could feel Derek and Julianne's energy. Mm -hmm. I was like, they are going to be the most incredible bosses. So I was like, I'm really excited for this. And I like, didn't want to get my hopes up because I was like, I will be heartbroken if I don't get this, but I made it, and I got, like, the call, I think, a couple of weeks later, and I was so That's a stoked. long couple of weeks. It was a long couple of weeks. That's <laughs> the thing about it, is you don't, it's either you hear back a yes, or you literally do not get contacted at all. Like, yeah. they don't tell you no. It's like, you just don't hear, and you're like, okay, well, I guess I didn't book that job. You're like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. It happens on my end of the business, too. Like, yeah. you're either like, you have press credentials, or you hear nothing, Chris. Exactly. And you're just like... Oh, so Am I coming in or not? Oh. It's a little bit like trying to get Dancing with the Stars press line some weeks. Right. <laughs> um, so I want to ask, because like, how many people were left? Did you remember in that sort of final group? I would say there were probably about 
50 to 60 people. And like how many went on that first tour? There were 10 of us. Think about the odds of that. Yeah. But at the beginning of the audition, I think there were 300 people. I was like, holy cow. Like, making it from 300 people to about 50 is amazing. But then making it from 50 to 10, I was like, this is incredible. Yeah, it was kind of like So You Think all over again, to be honest. <laughs> you had a few So You Think people with you, right? Yeah. We was- had Paul and Brittany. Brittany. And I think that was it. Yeah. And that first tour. That's yeah. Amazing. So what did you learn on that first? You love to tour, actually, because I was like, you do Dance with the Stars tours. You've done some move tours. I love touring so, so tour. much. <laughs> it's honestly my favorite. <laughs> but you're out of the So You Think bubble at this point. Right. So what did that first tour teach you? Um, the move tour? Or the so move think, tour, the yeah. The first move tour. I mean, it was kind of like, it was kind of me figuring everything out again, because I was still really young at that point. There were a lot of people that were quite a few years older than me, so I had to really be mature. <laughs> <laughs> I had to really, like, kind of settle in and just be, start to figure out who I was as a person, which was really cool. Um, but I made some of my best friends on that tour, like Haley Fitzgerald and mm-hmm. Jason Glover and Christy, who was my roommate, who will forever be my roommate. And I best love friend. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I made some of my best friends on that tour. So it was honestly one of the best life experiences. And I still to this day, I'm like, I'm so grateful for Move because I met my best friends. It made me realize that I wanted to do all of this. I wanted to tour. Like I loved So You Think tour, but Move tour was really the one that was like, okay, I want to tour. Like this is amazing to travel and dance and to perform in front of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. It's like the most incredible feeling. And I think also, you know, you look at Julianne and you look at Derek and they have really helped the wave of pushing the dance industry forward over the last decade. And I think they've been great ambassadors for dance. They're great mentors when it comes to dance. And uh, being able to just sort of learn from that environment is really important. Right. I mean, but aside from So You Think Tour, they were kind of the first like dance tour to really get out there. So Move was the start of the whole dance tour. They had Dancing with the Stars tours before that, but it wasn't like it is now. Um, They were like, we just want a show that's full of dance and full of entertainment, and that's exactly what they gave. And then people kind of caught on to the bug, and they were like, we definitely want to do this too. And that they were kind of the start of all the dance shows, which is incredible. Yeah, you know, you're right, actually, When now that I go back and think about it. And the fact that... Uh, and people don't, you know, if they're not paying attention, like the, before all of this, especially in the 90s, there's no way um, like a commercial dance group could actually sustain a tour like that. Totally. At all. Yeah. And um, now you can sit there and you can have sold out Shaping Sound. You can have Max and Val and PETA out there. You can have, you know, Derek and Julianne out there. Yeah. Um, in addition to a thousand other things that are going on too, yeah. and Dance with the Stars, and so you think yeah. um, in World of Dances, they did a small tour. I think they're doing a big tour later on, and yeah. I think that it's kind of incredible that yeah. you know it's not oversaturating the market. You can actually sell out a theater. Totally, yeah, and I mean, and that's the cool thing too about Move One. They started in like smaller theaters, smaller venues. It was kind of a smaller show. And then the second one was even bigger, went to bigger venues. And then the third one was even bigger. Like, And unfortunately, I wasn't able to do the third one because I was on So You Think. Or like, I was on Dancing with the Stars. I was employed elsewhere. Yeah. But, but here's what I want to ask. Like, when you went back for the second move tour, um, did you have to audition again? I did. I had to audition oh. again. <laughs> Just asking. Because well, sometimes actually, they, they collect people So back. the thing is, is they were saying, they were like, you actually don't have to audition. They sent out like a, an email to all of us. And they were like, just know that you're kind of in the mix. And I just kind of wanted to solidify my spot on the tour because I knew that I wanted to go again. So I was like, the only way to do that is to A, show my face and to mm-hmm. B, show that I can be up against all the rest of the dancers. Because I was like, what if they... What if they don't remember how I dance, or what if they? I was just so nervous that I would get replaced. So I was like, if I gotta they get find in there. someone else. You don't, you don't know exactly. in this business exactly. And a lot of it is typecasting and auditions too. So I was like, what if they find another brunette that they like better? So I was like, I just have to go and I have to do it. I had to leave. I was already booked on another job, so I went to the audition and I had to leave like thirty minutes early, or maybe it was like forty-five. And so I auditioned early. I missed the ballroom round of it, but I was like, at least I got out there for a little. So I knew that I did everything that I could. So if I didn't get it, I was like, I did everything that I could. Um, and if I did get it, I was like, okay, I like feel good about going. It's actually a great strategy. And I think people, when they look at their dance career or any career, like there are pieces to the puzzle. And sometimes you need to do things that you don't necessarily need to, totally. but it just 
puts you up like a little bit higher on, you know. Right. Or people are like, we notice you, we see you, we appreciate that you right. came in and yeah. did that and that you're not like this diva sitting at home on the couch yes. while everyone else is like trying to fight for a spot. Yeah, and that's actually what they said to me too. They were like, we don't care if you can't get here for the whole audition. They were like, we just appreciate you coming because that means a lot. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. I'm good. good. <laughs> yeah, well, in a town where it's all about like, relationships and networking and knowing people totally. but you can't take those relationships for granted absolutely either absolutely not yeah because it is i mean in the end it is about talent too and if there's somebody that's more talented than you then they're probably going to go with that other person so you constantly which i'm actually realizing that now i've been taking dance class a lot because i realize like there are so many people progressing especially the younger kids in this industry holy cow those little kids are insane (laughs) um but yeah i was like there's so many people progressing i'm like and i hadn't gone to class in a few years so i was like i need to really get in there and just make myself a student again and keep going to class because Otherwise, I'm going to plateau and I'm not going to get anywhere. So I was like, I need to keep progressing regardless of whether I'm doing ballroom or whatever. I'm like, I want to be a student in everything. So I've been taking lessons, ballroom lessons. I've been taking dance class. It's it's really fun, actually. I enjoy it a lot. That's good, though. Yeah. It's because if, if you stop learning... What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And like, why are you out here? Because at a certain point, everyone is going to surpass you. And they're exactly. like, oh, we've got this great ballroom dancer or this great contemporary dancer, whatever it is. Yeah. And we're just like, we know they're in class. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to be that. You don't want to be the complacent person. Um, You right. have been taking ballroom with Miss Shirley Ballas, Ms. haven't Shirley you? Miss Shirley Ballas. Please. Yes. Please. <laughs> just, I like, I bow down to Shirley and oh, she's, she's such incredible. an incredible teacher. Oh my teacher gosh, and she's so good. It's Tells insane. it like it is, Shirley. That's what I love about her, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. She'll, she'll let you know. Exactly. Not and good. I appreciate that. That was kind of like my ballet teacher back when I was really young. She was just so blunt. And I appreciated it, though, because I don't want somebody to kind of blow smoke up my bum. Like, I want somebody to actually tell me how it is and to make me a better dancer and a better person, honestly. And so it's actually really funny. She reminds me a lot of my ballet teacher back in the day. So I was like, this is really cool. It's really awesome to like be taking from her. She's incredible, like the best to learn from. And she's still an amazing dancer. Like it's insane just watching her work. I'm like, I want to be you. Like, She's want smart. To be you. She looks great. I keep on telling. Oh. I, last time I saw Mark, I'm like, is your mother aging backwards? I'm just asking because every time I see her, she looks better and better Seriously, and better and better. Yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's Inside it. and out. Yeah. And if guys, if you have not watched some of like Shirley and Corky's old ballroom videos, go you now have to. to YouTube. You have to watch it. Oh my gosh. It's, it's just genius. Yeah. It's I mean, I get lost. Like, I'll fall down the rabbit hole on yeah. hours of what they well, were able to accomplish. Well, even at weddings, like, I don't know if she danced at Julianne's wedding. I think she did a little bit. But at Mark's wedding, her and Corky got in the center of, like, little dance circle. And they were doing their thing. And I was, like, mesmerized. Just literally could not take my eyes off of them. It was incredible. And even at Emma and Sasha, she was partnering with some of the other male dancers. And I was, like, this is so They insane. still have She's it. so good. Yeah. World champions. Yeah. Unbelievable. For a reason. Like, Unbelievable. So deserving. Um, so I want to ask, because I think that this is a thing with uh, Troop, and, and everyone has a different story of how they got into Troop. Right. And then for you, I think a lot of people are like, well, yeah. we know who you were dating or might have been dating or were right. friends with or had worked who with. Who knows what we were who? at that time. Exactly. <laughs> Although I will say that um, watching um, Thinking Out Loud, that number is amazing Thank for you, you guys. Like, come on. It was really fun. It's, it was amazing. It's really special. It's yeah. one of those numbers, too, I think you guys will always have and always remember and I think for fans it's like you know in their head they're like this is the moment they fell in love yeah (laughs) whether they saw the video of you guys in New York City or Kansas or Boston yeah it was I mean and that was his dance with Nastia on Dancing with the Stars and so I like learned it off of a video we kind of changed up a little thing yeah but um it was, yeah, it was a really special dance. And we had done a duet before that, but it was a contemporary on move one. And then this one was my first, like, ballroom. And I was terrified because I was like, oh, my gosh, he's, like, the most incredible ballroom dancer. I still really wasn't a ballroom dancer at all. Um, and so I was like, okay, am I going to get this? Like, And he was teaching me everything. He was right. amazing. But it was really, really nerve-wracking. And actually what's funny is Shirley Ballas is the one that was like, you need to do rumba with Haley. 
And he was like, huh. okay. And yeah, it was, so it was all Shirley Ballas. And she always, she always like reminds me of that too. She's like, just remember that that was me. And I was like, okay. This is a little scoop. I love this. Yeah. It was Shirley yeah. Ballas. She was like, she has great legs. And I'm like, oh, you thanks. do have great legs and you've got Thank a really you. good toe point. And if anyone has been following me, they know Thank I'm obsessed you. with toe points. So. <laughs> I have some really high arches and some yes. really flexible feet. So I love can point it. my feet really makes hard. Me so, it makes my heart sore, Haley. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. Um, so how did the whole... Did you have to audition for, for Dancing with the Stars? Um, did you have to do an interview? Because that happens, too, as well for yes. some people. So actually, because I did Thinking Out Loud with Derek on tour, Ashley Edens, the executive producer of Dancing mm-hmm. with the Stars, she came to... It was a random show. I can't really remember where it was, but it was like an outdoor show that was just really random. A random city. Um, and I remember after the show, Derek and Julianne coming up to me and being like, hey, so you might get a phone call from one of the producers of Dancing with the Stars. And uh, my heart dropped. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And they were like, well, they huh? want to set up an interview because I guess she saw me and she was like, I want that brunette girl. And she kept asking them, does she do ballroom? And they're like, yeah, she does. Totally. I'm like, good. Thanks for, Shirley se- thanks for selling me. <laughs> um, Shirley. Yeah, seriously. But um, so then they were like, okay, well, here's her phone number. She'll be calling you and I remember going onto their bus and freaking out I was like what do I say I don't know what to say like I was just so shocked that I was even being considered like for being on the show whatever aspect it was I was like I don't know what they're gonna like ask me to be I don't know if they're gonna ask me to be on the show or just be like an extra or whatever um, an extra, an extra <laughs> girl holding like the spoon for Disney night. What? You never know. I mean, they always bring outside dancers, they do. like but they that dance. aren't actually. Yeah, it's true. They do dance. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like an dance. extra. I'm just holding there. the sign, <laughs> holding the mirror ball. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so they were like, just be completely honest. Just like, just talk it out, and she'll ask you a bunch of questions, and just be yourself. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's way easier said than done, I think. But, um, but yeah. So then a couple of weeks later, Ashley called me, and she's like, I want to set up an interview with you when you get back in town. So I think it was like three days after move tour had ended. Mm-hmm. I went to the Dancing with the Stars studios and set up an interview. I actually did not have to audition, which was kind of amazing for me because she had seen me do literally every single style on that tour. She's like, I saw an hour and a half of you dance. Yeah, so and that- we did every style. We did tap, we did ballroom, we did hip-hop, we did jazz, we did contemporary. So I was like, she saw... Everything. Like, yeah, you're like, like anything I need I'm to do see now. you dance again. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we set up an interview, and I think it was like the day of the um, the rehearsals is when they called me and they told me, "Well, you're going to be on the show." Which, of course, word gets around that like, oh, Haley auditioned, whatever. Haley had an interview, so all the dancers were texting me like Alan and Jenna and they're like are you gonna be on the show and I'm like I don't know I haven't heard anything yet were you like Brit who was literally like signing her contract in the car on the way to rehearsal mine was the day before rehearsal okay but <laughs> yeah I mean it's always it's always pretty last minute for us they don't really know like how many troop members they're gonna have until really the last minute so whenever they find out they call us immediately and it could be the day of rehearsals it could be the day after like you might miss a day of rehearsals it's kind of crazy it's a little really crazy because you're like do I book work for the fall or the spring or whatever it is exactly yeah you really don't know you're kind of just open-ended but I mean the thing is is you can book things but I always tell people I'm like Dancing with the Stars is always my first priority so I can commit to this but then there's a possibility that I might have to pull out yeah and season 21 was your first season season 21 was my first season yeah so uh yeah you know what the next question is like aiming for pro like right I, I mean, mean that is the that's the ultimate goal for everybody on yes. Troop I believe I mean I've been hearing the buzz I'll tell you what I hear so okay. I'm like <laughs> I've been hearing the buzz people are like Haley's next everyone's kind of like waiting in line because they're like Haley is the one that they are going to push next for pro so I mean I hope so I know and we have no control over that but I just always like to give like the word on the street totally yeah I mean and yeah. honestly we have no control over it either yep. I mean the ultimate goal is to be a pro as a Troop member and the cool thing about being true before being a pro is you get to see how everybody works in rehearsals. So you see what works and what doesn't. um, And you get to follow some pros that are just incredible at teaching. And, like, you kind of see, oh, well, that week they did this and that really was amazing. Or this, like, didn't really work out too well, so, like, maybe you should stay away from that. Um, So it's really cool for us because we get to, like, sit in all of the rehearsals and just watch them. Um, Is is there any pro that, like, you've sat in their rehearsals and worked with them and and thought... 
this is the kind of teacher I want to be? Lindsay Arnold. And ah. I will forever say that. And I think a lot of dancers will say that. She is so smart. Like, she is just the most intelligent with working with her partners. Like, you can see she's had a thousand different partners that are all kind of all over the place in their dancing skills. Um, and she's literally made it so far with people that literally could not like do a single step even kareem this past this past hello season, like holy that's salsa <laughs> yeah Come on. she's genius like was that was amazing. her idea she was like hey would you be able to put me on your shoulders and dance how and I was hard like, was that i mean Lindsay's long and lean but it's still you're still trying to dance you can't see totally yeah that was honestly the most terrifying part like in rehearsals i was totally fine plus i had flats on so i was like this is so easy and it was the only time that it actually got kind of difficult was when she had to like she was leading him a little bit so her body weight was getting thrown off and that's when I would have to like shake and I would like try to just use your core stand, use your core stand my ground yeah um, but then once the skirt came on I was like oh this is game over because they were supposed to make it like a sheer material which they did but in order to hide the bulge of my head they had to like layer it up and. I could not see anything. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So scary. Well, I'm so impressed that you guys pulled it off. Thank you. I know I am too. Literally, the <laughs> right before we went on, I was like, you cannot mess this up. You have to really get this. I was like, if you ruin this, you've ruined the entire number. Because I was like, that is like the biggest part of the number. So I was like, if you ruin this, you're... Oh, you're done. You're getting fired. They're gonna hate you forever. No, <laughs> that's the best though because I, I I took a screenshot and I like it wound up. But that screenshot that I took, like everyone pulled it and it wound up everywhere. But it's literally of your face of like, Just, oh my god, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> and I haven't fallen. And this is awesome. Yeah, it was so fun though. And she's yeah, Lindsay's just incredible. And I, we actually call her in in rehearsals. Mandy calls her Captain Obvious in the best way possible because there will be things where we don't know if like there should be a roll-off or whatever. And she's like, how about we do this? And we're like, duh. The most obvious choice, but the smartest and most effective choice. And that's just how Lindsay is, like, in general. She's so intelligent. It's amazing. And Mm. that's why she makes it so far. And that's why she won last season. That's why she's always in the finals. Like, she's incredible. She is amazing. Yeah. How did you guys feel with the the four-week season? I know it's... It, I mean, I think it fell off for everyone. Did it feel off for you guys a little bit? Yeah. The most amazing part about the four-week season for us, for troop members, was we were in everything. Like, they wanted to make every number so epic that we were in everything, which was really cool for so us. So much dancing. we got to dance a lot. Yeah. Um, but it was actually really weird just because, I mean, you didn't really fully get to know the celebrities, I felt like. I mean, they had amazing packages and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it was cut so short, they couldn't just like they couldn't fully portray themselves in like the way that they really wanted to, and to like really truly get to know the contestants, which I think was a little unfortunate. But I mean, that's the way the net- networks make decisions all the time that we have no control over. Totally, yeah, but it was still an amazing season. I feel like I liked the theme. I thought the th- the thematic of it was really brilliant because everyone absolutely. Even, you know, you can go, okay, Kareem was, you know, he's older or whatever, but he still had a sense of athleticism and competition. And I think had we had the the nine, ten weeks, we would have seen him. I think he would have stayed longer just out of sentimentality. He's so sweet. Um, I I feel like Chris, I was like, Chris was someone I I loved. Chris. He would have been in top five. Like, you know, there's certain ones in my brain that I was like, oh, yeah, he would, they would have lasted longer and things like that. And the crazy thing about it was you were doing like double eliminations every single week and, and then triple. The, the triple elimination so it's like it was hard because you didn't really get to see who actually was like in the top top five who was top six yeah. or whatever it was just kind of whoever it, it would have played out so we don't differently. know we don't know who would have been there yeah we have no idea but i do think it would have played out a lot differently yeah. too just with but all good you know yeah. what it was still an amazing season and there were some incredible dancers on that season. Like, it was actually really fun to watch them. And that's why I've I've said this in other interviews. I'm like, athletes just want to be coached. They want to be told what to mm-hmm. do. And that's why they, they're so good. Because they literally take in consideration every single little detail, every little comment, every critique. Like, it's really cool to watch athletes work. And that's why they're successful and they're 
in their sports, and that's why they were successful on the show. Yeah, and I, I do think the theme works, too, because I'm like, you know, we're we're approaching season 27, and sometimes, like, I have all these ideas. I'm like, all ringers, or yeah, <laughs> I'm like, or, like, people that almost won but didn't. Like, let's do runners up, because totally. they will be so competitive. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do all-stars where everyone who's won. Right. Because I'm like, we know you can win. Yeah. But I want to do, like, the person that, like, that was Or how about first out? We didn't really get to see you dance. First out, first out would be interesting. <laughs> first out would be a very interesting season. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I have all these ideas. ABC, you are free to take them. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. I yeah, mean, I do like the themes. Cool. Yeah. Are you excited about juniors? Oh, my gosh. I mean, little kids are so... Just knowing a little bit of the cast, it's going to be really cool like there are some amazing kids like it's insane and I think what's great about the cast and of course we can't reveal it at this point but it's it's faces that we've been familiar with from other shows and things like that and I think that um they're really gonna wow everyone and I think Mm -hmm. anyone who's a little hesitant on the theme once they see the actual um premise of the show I think they're gonna really I think they're gonna love it and I mean that's the thing is all the kids shows in pretty much every network they're all so successful right now so I mean, seeing little kids smash it on a dance show, I think it's going to be really amazing. Well, and it's funny because people are always like, oh, I didn't really like So You Think with the, the little kids. But I'm always like, take a look at that top ten. I mean, I feel like every commercial I see like Shaden Gabriel or I see Tahani Anderson, JT's working totally. nonstop. Little Kita has like, I don't even know how many. He's not even Little Kita anymore. He's Kita Burns. But he, yeah. he's no longer Lil. Yeah. He's taller than me. But, I mean, he is out there traveling the world with World of Dance and yeah. all of their, their shows. Yeah. and. I'm like, I know. I think the one thing that turned people off of So You Think Kids was that the all-stars were dancing with the little kids. They were like, it looks weird to have a little kid dancing with, like, a normal-sized person. Um, and so that's, I think, going to be the difference between that and this one because they're going to have kids celebrities. So yes. it's going to be kids dancing with kids, so it'll look aesthetically a lot better. Yes. Um, and then they're going to have mentors, which is cool. Like, they're going to have... Amazing teachers. Are you going to mentor? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Never know. We'll find out. Yeah, you'll find out soon. It would be super fun if you were. It would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when you look, I, I forget, like, it's so funny because you've been on the dance scene for so long. I'm like, I forget how young you still are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm like doing all my research today. And I'm like, good God, you're such a baby still. I know. And so... When you're looking at your your career overall, do you have, like, obviously we know pro for Dancing with the Stars would be amazing, but are there some other goals that you would like to achieve in the dance world? Totally. I mean, my thing that I've said since I was probably about 15, 16 years old is I've always wanted to do a world tour. So, like, I told you that I love touring, but um, I think the main reason why I've always wanted to do a world tour is because I love traveling. So I'm like, you kind of get to do everything you get to travel you get to perform in front of thousands to millions of people like depending on who you tour with um and yeah you get to see the world which is incredible any artists that you would like to tour with I've always said Beyonce since I was like little (laughs) but that is so not me like I am so not that style so another one that I would love to tour with is Pink which she's out right now and she's yeah she's incredible like I have Jason Glover one of my best friends is on tour with her and says she's like the most incredible person and her show is epic like honestly I'm down for JT I'm down for Katy Perry I'm down for Taylor Swift I don't know I'm really down for anything but yeah I've always wanted to do a world tour. I love that because you could sit there and you could, um, you know, sit there and like, I think of all the aerial work that Pink does. That... It's incredible. And she's so athletic. And sings. Yeah, she's amazing. And I love it when artists actually are singing and dancing instead of doing the track. Right. Pink really sings, you guys. She really sings, yeah. And it's like you can't hear her breathing hard at all, and she's dancing full out 100%, and she's still singing on top of that, sounding incredible. I'm like... I don't know how she does it because I can barely like talk and count while I'm dancing. Like, yeah, I'm like breathing so hard. I know when people are always like like Tom's asking people at the end, they're like, oh, I just yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Um, like, do you want to choreograph? I do. I mean, I've choreographed like numbers for for studios, like solos here and there, mm-hmm. duets, little groups, and whatever. So like I've done choreographing situation, but. I mean, I don't think that choreographing would be my number one choice of jobs, but, like, if I were offered them, of course I'd take them because I'm, like, I I can do it. I've done it before. Yep. So I'm, like, but I think, like, 
dancing is what I love to do. Like, yeah. I kind of was talking to my friend about this the other day. I was like, dancing is just my release. Like, it is what I've always done that's make me that's made me happy. So I'm like, I've just, I love dancing so much. So anything that is getting my body moving is honestly what I want to do. Thing. So choreographing would be great, but it doesn't really allow, unless I choreograph it and I'm in it. There we go. Yeah. That would be good. That's totally great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to ask too, because you, you wrote this really personal note about dance uh-huh. on your Instagram page. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it's so realistic because I think people go through ebbs and flows with dance where totally. you love it and then yeah. you hate it. And totally. then you're like, am I supposed to be doing it? Yeah. Um, and I thought it was really refreshing because people love to just be like, I'm employed, I'm dancing, everything's great, look at my social media. Absolutely. It's not always like that. No, it's definitely not. And that was the thing that I kind of wrote. I was like, I was treating it as an everyday job. And I was like, and I actually forgot that this is what I love to do. And I've been doing this since I was three years old to make me happy. Like, even in high school, I chose dance over having a social life. I chose dance over everything. Mm -hmm. And it's because it made me happy, not because I always knew that I was going to have a career in it, because I actually didn't think I was going to be a dancer for the rest of my life. I was just doing it because it made me feel amazing inside and it like fueled my soul. So, um, so yeah, on tour, that's when I was like, I'm really just treating this as an everyday job and I'm not really truly appreciating it and enjoying it like Mm -hmm. I used to. And so that's also the thing about social media is I see a lot of people just trying to make their lives look perfect. And I realized that I was kind of doing the same. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I want to be honest with everybody. So I've been trying to do that as much as possible. Like if I'm going through something, I'm going to post about it. And I'm just I'm kind of posting it for other people to to learn from my my experiences, but also kind of for myself. It's to like cheer myself on that like I can do it and Go I can me. get through all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yay me. Yeah. Um did you feel burnt out at all? Because sometimes dancers do feel burnout and I think it's a topic not talked about enough. Totally. I mean the thing is is I was going from dancing with the stars to tour to show to tour mm-hmm. and it's a lot of dancing and you only get like a couple of weeks break here and there for holidays. You get like a week break. So, um, it's a lot, but I was feeling a little burnout, but then I just had to constantly remind myself. I'm like, I am so fortunate to be doing this. Like Mm -hmm. there are so many people that would love to be in my position and I love the show that I'm on. It's like the most incredible show and I'm actually getting to dance every day of my life. So like it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Like you start getting burnt out but then you have to constantly remind yourself mm-hmm. like you're here for a reason, and you love doing what you do. As long as you do love what, you do, what you're doing. Yeah, but you, which you, I do. So. And you're being paid also to show up and smile and entertain totally. people. And you have to remember that even though you've done the show 18,000 times, especially when you guys are on tour, right. um, people are paying, especially if they buy those expensive VIP packages. Holy cow. Yes. Um, you need to give them that $2,000 show or whatever exactly. they paid. Or exactly. 500 yeah. or $60, whatever it is. Yeah. They deserve that. Yeah. And it's actually incredible getting either letters on tour or they write you on DM or whatever, but they talk about how much you've inspired them. And sometimes we kind of forget that, that we are inspiration to so many people, which is amazing because I remember always looking at the So You Think contestants and being like, like Courtney Galliano, I always loved her. Jamie Goodwin was my absolute favorite like when she got cut I was so upset crying <laughs> um, yeah literally, pillow. <laughs> literally so upset and I would like watch all of her solos and like they were my inspirations mm-hmm. um so it's really cool now to kind of like sit back and be like I am that inspiration for people these That's days right. and for little girls and I kind of like think about the girls at my dance studio too and they're all just like I am the inspiration for a lot of them which is really really amazing it's a good feeling too yeah. it really is and I think it's like it's important to walk the walk and talk the talk of and, course and yeah. people don't realize that like it, it's there's pressure on that too yes <laughs> definitely and um one other thing because I, I noticed like oh, gosh you know some of you guys get so much pressure on social media um right. you get a lot of it I feel like Jenna oh, yeah. gets a lot of it yes um some great stuff and then on the flip side, some really awful stuff that sometimes I'm like, I go, there's a point, like, I've, I've gone to bat for Jenna quite a bit because yeah. I, I know the hard work that she has put in. Totally. Um, and then there's now Tumblr pages that are like, KB is way too Team Jenna. Like, I, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I see this too, you guys. Come on. But yeah. I'm just under, 
I understand it from a perspective of like, you guys aren't just like flippantly like doing things. You're going to the studio and you're rehearsing and you're totally. putting your heart and soul into it and the yeah. creativity. And it's like, people are just like, ah. Like, how are you dealing with that? Because I admire you guys because yeah. I see it. The people, I mean, you always have to know that there are people that are not going to like you. Like, that's bottom line. Not everybody's going to love you. And I'm the type of person, I'm a people pleaser, so I want everybody to love me. But <laughs> but it's not going to happen. Not, um, yeah. And also, you just have to remember that the people that are saying those rude things a lot of the time they actually wouldn't say it to your face if it were yeah. in if they were in person like if they were right in front of you they would not be saying those things so it's people hiding behind a tv or a computer screen mm-hmm. and i'm like you have to constantly remind yourself of that but also you have to consider all of the hard work that you put in and no matter what you're not going to be perfect and that's like we're all human we make mistakes all the time. so if you make a mistake on national television we're human like yes it is my job and it's like i'm supposed to be amazing and like not supposed to mess up but we're all human so it's a live tv show things happen totally so yeah you kind of have to just take everything that people say with a grain of salt and also the thing is is on social media a lot of the times the people that are saying rude things if you click on their profile which i've done a couple of times (laughs) they're the people with zero followers zero posts they just made an account just to be absolutely rude and terrible yeah they're like little eggs or whatever it's that little person thing that have a profile so i'm like you can't you can't ever listen to that stuff and i know do you block them or mute them so I used to block like everybody. Like you should see my blocked list on Instagram. It is so long. But <laughs> I've stopped because I'm like, you know what? Like I want people to see that because I'm like, I don't really care what people say about me. Like it definitely sometimes like kind of plucks a heartstring. But because you're human, exactly. And like, have you're feelings. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get a little emotional about things. But to be honest, like I'll, I have amazing people in my life, and I'm like so very strong in myself that I'm like I know I'm an amazing person, and I don't really care what people say. It's like you just have to be confident in yourself, pretty much. I love that. Yeah. As long as you stay true to yourself, exactly. That's all that matters, exactly. Yep. Well, Haley, the hour's up. Believe it or not. Holy cow! Oh, that's, that's it. Crazy. We did a whole hour. A whole hour. <laughs> a whole hour. I promised you. I was like, it'll be totally painless. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's perfect. <laughs> good, I good, loved good. It. I'm so happy that you came in. I I'm. Know, me let's too. not wait two more years. Okay, perfect. We won't. <laughs> so if you have new news, like slide on into the chair. You're it. always welcome back. Yeah. Um, thank for those you. who are not following you, I don't know who's not following you at this point on social media, but where can they find you? So on Twitter, it's Dance Ten Haley H A Y L E Y, and then. On Instagram, it's Haley or Haley period Herbert. Got a little dot in there. Yes, there's a little period in there. And by the way, this song is the one that you left. So you think? Yeah. So on the little farewell video, this is the song that they played, which was crazy because I was the only female that they played this song for. Everybody else got the same song, so it's kind of a special song for me. Like it. They knew your inner fight. Oh yeah. Like it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us here at To the Point. If you guys are listening on iTunes, do me a favor, review five stars. We want to make sure that we are a top podcast. Of course, we want to thank Dance Network and Popcorn Talk of course and for all your dance news you can visit dancenetwork.tv next week's guest June 12th will be Anna Trebunskaya I've got my fiery redhead in the studio I'm so excited thank you so much for watching we will see you all next week from producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Spitek and the entire Popcorn Talk Network we'd like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here to those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners of